through the management of expectations, we actually start to understand the relationship of an open mind and a closed mind. We start to understand the relationship between statistical success of how to utilize our time effectively with people that have open minds, open hearts, and open hands. This is The Playbook. The most interesting aspects in life is the idea of managing expectations versus exceeding expectations. And uh, I've come to a realization uh, when we're talking about the expectations of others, we have to look at it in the context of what am I doing to participate in their perception? And what am I supposed to learn from that perception of me? See, we have a hard enough time understanding our own thoughts, let alone putting judgments and conditions on what other people think. And uh, I am uh, firmly set in my beliefs that uh, it is very rare, if at all ever possible, uh, to exceed expectations of others. Uh, because we would have to have such an alignment, a clear indication of what those expectations were with the emotional aspect tied into it, uh, we're always disappointing if we set the expectation, if we manage the expectation as to exceed the expectations. And part and parcel, we can always exceed certain parts of an expectation, but uh, what we really wanna do is manage that expectation. We wanna look at it into the context of what are we doing to participate in the expectation or perception uh, of our relativity or our interaction with that person, whether it's professional or personal. For example, the pinky promise is an example of managing an expectation uh, to make someone feel comfortable in articulating uh, needing help. Uh, but more importantly, I think it's important to shift our own uh, perspectives that we can only manage expectations and not set an unrealistic objective of exceeding expectations of others when what we should be doing is looking at our own uh, expectations of self and how are we performing uh, with what we've agreed to do and how do we deal with uh, the tangential uh, differences in the agreement, uh, whether it's personal or professional. Um, and so understanding, managing expectations, uh, what we wanna do is create a plan. So one of the areas where we can manage and develop an expectation is uh, memorializations, not binding agreements. Um, I love to memorialize things and uh, in, a, in a matter of context, instead of creating binding agreements, because all we're doing is setting up uh, an expectation that we actually lack trust. Um, and in the end, you know, if you provide value first, uh, you should be able to live within the context of codifying and memorializing, not necessarily binding people uh, to certain criteria. And understanding that we can build a network of sponsors and power sponsors instead of adversaries, competitors, living in a scarce binding agree agreement. Now, uh, this is in a personal uh, and uh, probably more in a small business context than in to big business where uh, obviously we need to facilitate different binding agreements when uh, the uh, circumstances are, are necessary. But in your personal life, if you are a small business owner and entrepreneur, usually you can't afford binding agreements. Uh, and in our personal relationships, you don't want binding agreements. 
because you're taking out of uh, your control uh, the ability to have the right mindset, heart set, and hand set to align with or utilize uh, a memorialization to uh, be synergistic or supplementary to accelerated change. Uh, and so many people make this mistake. Uh, so what, what is a memorialization uh, comparatively to a binding agreement? Memorialization is basically saying, look, I trust you so much, but I have a horrible memory. I trust you so much, but I have a horrible memory. So what I'd like to do is memorialize what we promised to do to help one another, either as power sponsors, people that have made direct promises of how we could be of service or value to them, or indirect promises of, I know someone that can be of service or value uh, to each other. And utilizing memorialization in a personal and small business context uh, really alleviates a lot of the scarcity but also the unrealistic expectations that we put upon a relationship that people, number one, live in a vacuum, and two, that they're not gonna make mistakes, that they're not going to forget. Um, and so the process of memorializing what we talk about in essence of remembrance, not in binding, scarce, competitive negotiation uh, is a core component in order to facilitate more productivity, meaning providing more value, more accessibility, meaning accessing those remembrances, those memorializations so that we can uh, maximize the network of sponsors and power sponsors, as well as receiving more uh, through that access as well, being a sponsor and power sponsor, but also building a network of those who also can help us and know people who can help us. It also helps to reconcile time within the context of gratitude, allowing for prioritization by this memorialization process of managing expectations. Meaning that if we know there's light, love and lessons in everyone, and we are choosing to interact in a variety of different levels with different expectations, by memorializing those expectations, it becomes quite easy to align them with our own values which then allow us to create a prioritization of what's important to us today. And so beyond managing expectations in a personal and small business contract, entrepreneurial context, we now are creating a system of codifying, number one, repositing, meaning we're putting all of these memorializations into a searchable database. I simply use Outlook uh, in order to effectuate the overlap agreements, the go-no-go -no -go plans, uh, the variety of, of different uh, agreements that I have that are memorialized non-binding opportunities, but also the searchability of those so that I start to create categories and topics that allow me to search by regions, by areas, by industry, by career job, by philanthropy, by personality trait. And I can utilize different keywords within the context of the memorialization in order to quickly find out who was that dentist in North Carolina that I met uh, because I have a family moving there and I'd love to uh, introduce uh, that six person family to that dentist that I met on the plane. Now, that may sound like uh, a, a very innocent, easy, uh, non-consequential relationship, but you know, as you understand the connectivity and relativity of all and understand that every person no, that no. you put into that memorialized database that 
uh, ability to access and reposit and search. In understanding managing expectations, there's processes that allow you to do that. Now, a lot of times when we memorialize things that uh, in some circumstances would be binding, it's quite easy, you know, and to do that, meaning I and you were normally going to get into some contractual uh, obligation of each other that would be binding that neither of us could enforce. In fact, if something should happen that wasn't anticipated that causes one or the other of us to breach, we couldn't afford either of us uh, economically or emotionally uh, to enforce that agreement. So why bind us to it? And I see that all the time uh, in understanding that this is not a zero sum game that we're playing most of the time. It is a value add game. So why would we constrict the universe and our agreement and our relationship by putting unrealistic expectations on our agreement to help one another? Uh, and we do this all the time. And so what we want to do is keep within the context that this is a, not a matter of trust. In fact, uh, if we were going to create an agreement uh, based on trust, then we wouldn't even have a, a, an agreement. Um, and so some people, you know, when we uh, are in a situation that they expect to have a binding agreement are taken back by the fact that you won't do one. They see that as a matter of trust. Oh, you're not going to perform. No, no, I, this isn't a matter of trust to me. This is a matter of memory. I can't remember everyone that I meet and everything that I promise. And I want to make sure that not only can I find it in my repository by searching it, but more importantly, I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing it effectively. And most people on the other side of it, when you're in a situation that most people would not have a binding agreement, uh, and this is where I believe the go no go plan is gold or the overlap agreement. For example, uh, if I was going to promise a dentist in North Carolina, I live in California, that I would help to bring business from my family and friends that live in North Carolina to them. And I said, well, hey, I'd love to send you a memorialization of what I promised to do. Does that sound fair? And by the way, do you know anyone that can help me? I'm looking for blank. And then memorializing that in an unsigned agreement or an email or something that I can reposit to search, some people will take the opposite perspective and say, oh, you don't trust me. Uh, I don't trust you. No, this is a matter of what? Memory. This is a matter of managing expectations. This is a matter of creating a system in which we can access this network of sponsors and power sponsors so that we can maximize our potential of how we are connected, clearing the interference between us so that I can maximize opportunities because I have a human memory. See, the brain does uh, a function. Uh, the brain is separate from the mind. That's why what I say, the power of the brain is that it reminds, remembers, and recollects the information into our pursuit of our potential. And so the brain itself can only, number one, focus on one thing at a time, in the frontal lobe only hold three to five different things and then utilizing the mid part of the brain and the back part of the brain, the articulating reticular part of our brain in order to manifest or to materialize or monetize, you know, we have a, a great interference, a system that needs help.
And the help that it needs is to manage expectations by memorializing uh, the relationship in this value add world. And the more that we utilize the memorialization, number one, an overlap agreement, uh, which can be by email, can be a signed agreement, an unsigned agreement, but it's absolutely a non-binding agreement. I can't tell you how much I've saved in legal fees. Uh, one of the reasons I lost over $100 million in 2008 was the amount of legal fees that compounded uh, in my emotional attachment to being right and getting involved in different lawsuits that I couldn't afford economically or emotionally, uh, and then putting that control into other people's uh, possession, giving my control to other people who have self-interest in mind, meaning they're billables, not my best interest. By utilizing a non-binding memorialization of an overlap agreement, I have now saved millions and millions of dollars in legal fees and emotionally been able to make millions and millions of dollars because I'm not focusing in on what's bleeding me. I'm only focusing in on what's feeding me. And so I want everyone to think about not exceeding the expectations, but managing them by utilizing memorializations like the pinky promise in a personal situation or in a professional situation, usually contextually for smaller companies and entrepreneurs, uh, obviously uh, politically, culturally, and uh, just in bureaucratic methodologies, you're not gonna be able to tell uh, you know, a Fortune 100 company, you know, I'm really sorry, I don't sign binding agreements in order to effectuate what I'm promising to do or vice versa. Uh, but in my mind, uh, even though I'll sign a binding agreement, I do not put uh, any of those expectations on the other party. I know that I will perform to the best of my ability and be accountable for any losses, damages, or shortages, uh, or breaches that may occur, and I'm not going to bind the other party to it. And that's why I try to do everything I can in the business context as month to month and guaranteed, meaning that every month stands on its own. Every month stands on its own. At the end of any month, anybody can tell me, hey, this isn't working out. I didn't receive the value that you articulated. You did not manage my expectations. I would like the money back for the last month. And we can move our separate ways. People change. Things change uh, in a varying degrees. And so... Uh, never want to lock anybody into anything, especially uh, in a financial or emotional aspect that I just can't afford. And so creating these systems and managing expectations through having an overlap agreement to build a network or community of people who want to help you and know people that can help you. And then it also has a, a secondary value to it, as I have found, that it allows the people that are going to bleed you or are bleeding you or bleed you too much to either fall away or it gives you a downstream effect of being able to what? Fire them from your lives. And one of the uh, interesting things in uh, the matter of a value add world comparatively to a zero sum world is people will ask me, you know, well, you know, I'll give you this percentage or this for doing this and that, whatever. And in a memorialization, it allows me to manage the expectation that in order to prioritize you, I just have all of these reposited agreements and I'm going to what? Prioritize the people that feed me the most, that either bring me the most opportunities, options and touches of favor, or they 
pay me the most for bringing them options, opportunities, and touches of favor. They provide me the most value, not just monetarily, but in other emotional aspects, in other relationship capital, situational knowledge, experience, et cetera. Affording opportunities, options, and touches of favor in a contextual way to memorialize those and prioritize. And that's why I use an overlap agreement. And if anybody would like an overlap agreement template, a memorialization of personal and professional relationships to manage expectations within those, just email me. It's in my bio. Jake will give it to you. Uh, David at dmelter.com. First name, first initial, last name.com. Now, let's get into the go, no go plan here for the last 10 minutes. Uh, the second thing beyond the overlap agreement, the memorialization of managing expectations to build a community of sponsors and prior sponsors so that we could prioritize the people that feed us the most. Uh, we also have a tool called a go, no go plan. So after we've effectuated a memorialization of how we can help one another, of how I could be of service or value to you, or you could be of service or value to me, I create a go, no go plan in order to memorialize the process itself of how best we can facilitate that sponsorship or power sponsorship to one another, how we could facilitate helping one another or making introductions to other people who can help one another. And a go-no-go -no -go plan can be as big as, and I've utilized this in the enterprise space, a scoping of a relationship that actually can be monetized in you know, several uh, Fortune 500 companies that I work with, I will scope an opportunity in the enterprise and be able to charge for my time to scope out a go-no-go -no -go plan to understand what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, and what adjustments can be made. Utilizing a AAA strategy of alignment, action, and adjustment within the go-no-go -no -go plan and reconciling time and commitment to it. Once again, most of the time, except for in the enterprise or bigger opportunities, non-binding, just simply a memorialization, not based on trust, but just based on the fact that I want to remember what I promised and what you promised and be able to prioritize it by accessing it and searching it and quickly being able to make a decision of where and when and how to use my time to be most productive, accessible, and gracious with that time. It's that simple. So what is a go-no-go -go plan? Well, up front, when we create this memorialization of how we can help one another, we want to not only set forth utilizing the AAA strategy of alignment, action, and adjustment, the first or next step, but manage the expectations of what we perceive to be the additional steps after that. So if we have an initial conversation and you tell me, hey, we'd uh, like to, to revisit this on Thursday at 3 p.m., I'll go ahead and set forth an email confirming the Thursday at 3 p.m., but saying after the phone call, the next step will be a go-no-go -no -go to having a demonstration or doing a pitch or meeting with somebody else. And after that, I'll have a go-no-go -no -go plan. So even in the simplest types of interactions, personally and professionally, I use my email to memorialize not a $50,000 scoping of an enterprise opportunity for Salesforce automation or Salesforce automation or ERP or some other big systems integration, but in its simplest form, hey, you and I agreed we'd have a call at 3 p.m. On that call, we're going to decide this 
and whether to go forward or not, to go or no go. And if we decide to go, here's the next step. And if we decide to go from there, here may be even a third step. This is in a very microcosmic way of managing expectation. We are already creating and utilizing the manifestation process to build a vision that's based off of here's what we're going to do, say, think, believe, and feel through the course of our relationship based upon how I can provide service or value to you and how you can provide service or value to me. And being able to utilize the go, no-go plan as not only a codification, but a tool to articulate the quantifiable value that we're going to provide to exceed what we're asking for. So many times, just the ability of managing expectation, not overselling, backend selling, lying, manipulating, and cheating to exceed expectations, utilizing the trite promise of my objective is always to exceed expectations. Well, number one, you don't even know what the heck you know, and you definitely don't know what the heck I know. Once again, putting us both into a realm, not of ignorant arrogance where we both don't know what we don't know, but we're trying to get alignment at least as far as the next step so we can help one another. But more importantly, stay out of that realm of arrogant ignorance into the humble ignorance of we both don't know what we don't know yet. So therefore, we're going to utilize a AAA strategy of alignment, action, and adjustment. And we'll use these tools and overlap agreement and memorialization of our conversation of how we can help each other. But even more importantly, a go, no go plan in order to execute on the memorialization of here's the first step. And if we are in agreement of that value, this will be the second step or even maybe even a third step just in a simple email that can be reposited in a folder and searched at any time to use and reconcile why. So we can effectuate the three no rule. And as I finish up through the management of expectations, we actually start to understand the relationship of an open mind and a closed mind. We start to understand the relationship between statistical success of how to utilize our time effectively with people that have open minds, open hearts, and open hands, and understanding that time is absolutely the dependent variable on whether or not someone has an open mind at that time and utilizing the memorialization of an overlap agreement, the go, no go plan in order to execute the three steps, the next steps and get agreement along the way. Remember, it's a go, no go plan. And so part of the no is understanding that if you and I agree that we're gonna have a phone call at three o'clock and you don't show, that's the first no. And now that does not mean that you have a closed mind. That just means that you had a closed mind at that time, effectuated by time, emotion, or value. And so I will utilize the three no rule in a go, no go plan to determine if you have an open mind the majority of the time, or you have an open mind very rarely. Because someone that has an open mind the majority of the time often does not do what they promise to do. But if you follow up a second time, they normally will do it and you can readjust in the alignment action and adjustment plan that is the backbone of the go no go plan. But what happens if I find out three different times that this phone call at 3 p.m. doesn't happen for whatever reason, because I take it far beyond just your commitment or mine, I take it to a universal sense that if I forget or I have a flat tire or I get sick, cancel. If you get sick, cancel 
then I know on three different occasions, if we are supposed to have a call at 3 p.m. and it doesn't happen, that there's three no's. And what do we do at three no's? We're reconciling time with the open mind and we go ahead and say, hey, obviously this is not the right time to have this call. When it is, please let me know. Approximately 50% of the time, we determine that the person has an open mind. It's just we've been unlucky in our timing, and therefore we've accelerated the timing of the go, no, go plan, and that person will call us back, re-engage, activate the uh, overlap agreement, and effectuate the go, no, go plan so that we can be productive, accessible, and gracious together and be able to provide value by managing the expectations of one another with the alignment, actions, and adjustments that are agreed upon. Now, 50% of the time with the go, no, go plan, we get three no's and we never hear back. Well, now we know that we're being protected and promoted because if we have tried three times to have a phone call at 3 p.m. and that has not occurred, we know that the person that we are working with, the person that we are working with probably has a closed mind the majority of the time, probably is a bleeder, and we are being protected and promoted and we're probably able to prioritize our time better by finding more people within the power sponsorship and sponsorship community that we have memorialized agreements with under the overlap agreement and create go no go plans with them and so therefore we're being protected and promoted and it's a no when they don't call back we don't waste time chasing those people that bleed us we feed the people that feed us and so if we can effectuate managing expectations by utilizing an overlap agreement and utilizing the AAA philosophy in order to effectuate a go-no-go no go plan, using the three-no the three no rule, we are now creating a community of open-minded, open-hearted, and open-handed sponsors and power sponsors, allowing us to be an open-minded open-hearted and open-handed power sponsor and sponsor to others. And the greater we grow that community as we do here on Breakfast of Champions, we will all make more money, help more people and have more fun. Please, if you want the overlap agreement, if you want uh, the uh, AAA uh, strategy, if you want a go, no go plan template, any of those things, just reach out to me, utilize this methodology to build your community of sponsors and power sponsors. I promise you, you will live in a value add community, not a zero sum community. You don't need to bind people. It's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of memory.